0: This is the very first podcast of Rappler's Business Section and we break down the 2019 elections by the numbers. Hi, I'm Ralph Rivas at kasama ko ngayon ng aking fellow reporters sa business section, si Anna Mogato. Hi. And Aika Ray. Hi. So guys, ano bang mga pinagkakaabalahan natin ngayong uh, election season?
1: I was able to cover yung kick-off campaign ni Bing Bong Cresologo. He's running for mayor sa Quezon City.
0: On the national level ba, ano bang mga mo?
1: Actually, I, I just tried to keep track dun sa platforms or parang stances ng mga Senate bets na related naman sa economic issues. I was able to hear some of these naman when I covered Crisologo's campaign kasi Coco Pimentel was there, Larry Gadon was there. And they actually,
2: <laughs>
1: surprisingly actually, Larry Gadon has, mati yung platforms niya. Pero the problem is na hindi naman siya kumunek naman sa mga masa doon
0: okay, na umatay sa campaign. Okay then. <laughs> ba, Ika, Ika, si, ito si Aika, sumusunod sa ilang mga senatorial candidates. So, kumusta naman? Uh,
2: well, tahimik ngayon yung business section in the in a way, wala masyadong nanggaganap kasi malapit na ng election, eleksyon, ganyan. So, ako naman, na-assign naman ako ng desk na i-follow si Grace Poe. So, si Grace Poe, ngayon, top one pa rin siya, pero share na siya ng lead kay Cynthia Villar, isa isaring re-electionist senator. So, ngayon, oh, medyo head-on, tight yung race din sa, para sa, papasok sa Magic 12, kita natin na nagkakaroon talaga ng pagbaba ng ibang candidates, nawawala na sila sa Magic 12 o kaya. Kasi, siyempre yung mga survey ngayon, de ba, polls Asia recently lumabas, no April 10 to 14, nila So, number one na si Cynthia Villar, pero statistically tight sila ni Grace po. Tapos, yung iba naman, so, parang, in essence, 14 candidates yung pumasok sa na pwedeng pumasok na mi statistical chance of winning right now pero syempre pagdating naman talaga sa eleksyon araw ng eleksyon yun naman talaga yung mangyayari
0: that's the real ano that's, that's the real in, deal
2: that's the real yeah, survey you know
0: Pero guys, we have to talk about kung gaano kalaki yung ginastos ng mga kandidato kasi for instance tiningnan ko yung mga previous spending patterns and i found na on average halimbawa no sa 2016 gumastos during the campaign season 107 million wow. pesos lang Nakay naman yung ginasto sa mga kandidato. Pero, syempre, syempre, hindi galing to sa mga bulsa nila. Galing to mostly sa mga donations. Let's also take note na official campaign season lang to. Pero, yung pre-campaign Stu. spending, yun yung medyo, medyo mahirap itract. Trinakto ng PCIJ or the Philippine Center for Investigative Journalism. And they found na ngayong uh, election, this 2019, sobrang laki na ng ginasto. Salimbawa, si Bongo, over 400 million pesos oh on TV ads lang to. So, talagang yung winners di to our... TV. Kasi, uh, for instance, historically, ABS-CBN at saka GMA. Grabe talaga yung pera nila ngayong election season.
2: Matatrack kung mga magkano yung...
0: Yeah, kasi both are uh, public companies, no? So, in the first half of 2016, ABS-CBN's net income was at 2.1 billion pesos. 76% higher lang naman compared sa nung 2015 na earnings niya. And then, there's GMA, 2.3 billion pesos. That's 116% higher oh than the first half and... of this 15. is because
1: of yung pre-campaign spending pre-campaign, for the pre-campaign,
0: official campaign, ah, okay. all related to mm-hmm. sa election. Mm-hmm. Pero siyempre, bumababayan after elections. Yeah.
1: So for the 2019 campaign naman, is Bongo the largest spender? for the campaign season?
0: Well, sabi ng PCIJ kasi they used the data from the uh, Nielsen. Ito yung nag-monitor ng mga TV networks. Mm-hmm. Si Bongo spent some 422 million pesos for 29,940 seconds of air time.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Tapos si Aimee Marcos naman spent 413 million pesos for ads from January 2018 to January 2019. Hindi pa counted dyan yung pag-formulate ng mga yung pag-shoot tapos magbabalik pa ng artista mag- mm-hmm. yeah. yung everything mm-hmm. yung production ng ano sa mga campaigns hindi pa kasama jan tapos hindi pa kasama jan yung ano flyers and posters yung mga ballers tsaka magkano ba yung papel nako i think kailangan din natin tingnan yung basura after nitong, nitong <laughs> <laughs> election di <laughs> <laughs>
1: as
0: our environment reporter ana <laughs>
1: noted with thanks <laughs> okay so uh
0: ano pa bang pwedeng pag-usapan ngayong election kaugnay sa ekonomiya anna binanggit mo kanina na you were tracking some of the uh stands ng mga candidates so mm-hmm. tell us more about that
1: what i did was i tallied how many candidates actually kahit isa lang yung may mention sila na platform or any opinion anything related to economic related issues diba there better Two Senate bets and mga around 55 to 60 naman may nasabi at least one. Like, one opinion na we could say na si Bato Del Rosa, he said na, oh, we should have a Department of Water dahil nga sa nangyaring recent na water crisis. Pero um, nagsabi
0: siya na wala siyang alam sa inflation, di ba? Yeah,
1: yun nga. <laughs> Nung tinanong si Little Lapid kung ano platforms niya, he just said that he's going to continue what was going back then. And si Bong Revilla, his only platform is to simply go after, quote-unquote, the false accusers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh <no. laughs> In the case, in the case naman, for the seven re-electionists who managed to get in the top 14 candidates, But also said silang lot. So we could say that safety safe si Cynthia Villar because we always know that Villar is a staunch uh, supporter of anything related to agriculture or related to labor kasi she has her own program for it, yung Villar-Sipag. Mm. Through.
0: Ano bang economic issues yung tinututukan nung ibang kandidato? May common denominator ba sila?
1: Actually, the common denominator is that all of these candidates, whether pumasok sila sa top 14 or not, they're all claiming to have this pro-poor facade history shows na this isn't something new. Mm-hmm. Kasi
0: yun, karamihan
1: y- na ma-voters na ma-talaga ay mahihirap. Pero the issue here is, matino ba talaga yung platforms nila? Or may, ay, pa, laman, pa, paano, may laman ba
2: talaga ang mm-hmm. platforms nila?
0: Pa, paano nila gagawin yun mismo? And
2: y- yun nga, so... Pero siguro question ko muna, no? Palagi ko kasing naririnig sa mga campaign yung About sa Train Law. Mm-hmm. Like, palaging may nababanggit na parang nung nag-cover ako ng proclamation rally sa Cebu ng mga Osmeña. So, si Serge, mm-hmm. ang sabi niya, I mean, yung kasi, si Tommy Osmeña, yung mayor nun, di ba, nag-endorse siya ng mga candidates. So, si Cynthia Villar, si Grace po, si Bongo, si Sonny Angara, tapos si Serge. Tapos, ang ang funny dun, in a way, kasi si Serge, sinabi niya na, parang medyo nagpasaring siya sa train. Sa harap ni Sonia Angara. Eh, nandun siya, oh. di ba? Nandun siya. <laughs> sabi niya, ganda yung pagkasabi ni Serge, parang non-verbatin, pero sabi niya na, uh, sorry, sorry kay sa architect ng train lo, in way, kasi sabi niya, okay naman daw, pero meron siyang gustong gusto niyang baguhin sa mismong train law. Mm-hmm. So, may mga ganong times na may mga Senate candidates na gusto nilang baguhin yung train law. Mm-hmm. So, siguro sa research mo ba, mayroon ka pang ibang nakita na, I mean, apart from yung mga sikat na say, yung mga re senator, may pa pang ibang mga nagsasabi na gusto nilang baguhin yung train law?
1: Actually, hindi siya masyado na mention ng mga candidates eh. Kasi, whenever there's a sortie or may debate, very general yung... Sagot Saba, so, ito yung sinasabi na analyst na it could be na they're just giving us empty promises. These candidates could probably have good intentions, pero pagdating sa execution, it could be lacking or it could be mali. These economic issues na kahit mahirap man intindihan, actually, these are gut issues kasi yes. these affect even the poorest of the poor. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go back to yung Ma platforms ni Larry Gadon nung kampi ni Cresologon na ko, he was talking about revisiting yung Epiralo. Mm-hmm. So, when he talked about that, the people there were very quiet. Kasi sa isip oh. siguro nila, ha? Huh, ano, ano ba yun? to Epiralo oh. na to? So, actually, the Epiralo is about yung privatization ng mga electric companies. So, a lot of Senate bets are actually talking about the Epiralo din kasi this is related to yung high costs of electricity. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if common person ka, class CDE ka, you don't know what this means. All you know is that mahal ang kuryente mo and you don't even know why. Pero when Larry Gadon's going on to this spiel na hindi kayo bobo ganun, I mean, dunagihiyawan yung mga tao for <laughs>
2: some reason.
1: <laughs> Ayun lang, par- nakakadismaya ngat. I mean, every year, kanari, the senators, they vote on the budget. -hmm. Pero do they even know where the money for the budget comes from? Do they even know where it should be properly allocated?
2: -hmm. It seems like kapag nahalal ka na, kasi syempre dadahan kayo sa, yung budget process naman, di naman siya, nagtatapos sa, mo na yung budget si Nina ni President. It starts with the budget call sa simula ng taon hanggang sa gagawa ng proposal yung DBM and then ipapasa na siya sa legislative and then yung legislative magkakaroon silang deliberations and ipapasa sa, kay President and then syempre yung execution pa. Mm-hmm. So, it takes a while before the budget process is finished. But then, it seems like yung mga iba, I mean, except for the reelectionist Senators, no? Kasi sila may knowledge sila kung paano nangyayari yung budget process. Pero yung iba, very quiet sila. Kasi baka inisip nila kung manalo sila, di doon lang nila malalaman kung paano yung proseso ng budget or like paano sila kailangan mag-deliberate. And somehow naman kasi, yung budget deliberations naman, it's really collegial eh. So kung mm-hmm. pag-usapan ng Senate o kaya anong pag ng House, ganyan. the compromise in essence. So wala masyadong mga kandidato na nagsasabi about budget but meron silang sinasabi kasi ganoon naman palagi uh, historically everyone would say the bets would say we need higher budget for this and that like for example education yeah. or for health mm-hmm. yun yung palagi nilang sinasabi and previously nung pinag-uusapan pa siya sa sa congress nagkaroon talaga ng malaking discussions about the education budget kasi may deep cut siya and part dun sa mga budget cut na yun is for the education facilities, because it was removed from DBM because they didn't spend it. Because the issue is absorptive capacity. So, it doesn't necessarily mean that the DepEd budget a budget cut, it will affect the teachers, yung mga equipment, ganyan. but really more on the infrastructure that they can't do. Of course, people say, we need a higher budget, but then the question will always be on that part. I mean in my experience of covering the budget is absorptive capacity. Kaya Kahit ba nilang gastusin? G- mm-hmm. Ka- yes, exactly. Kahit mataas yung budget nila, baka hindi naman nila kayang gastusin or kulang lang yung absorptive capacity. Kaya nagkakaroon ng underspending. So, mm-hmm.
0: yung mga mino-monitor mong candidates na nasa top naman sa surveys, ano bang mga pinag-uusapan nila regarding sa Economy, like Cynthia and uh, Grace. Maygalon ba? Shaiba
2: sila yung dala top no. Mm-hmm. Si Cynthia, ang talagang sinasabi niya, katur nga ng nabagit maana? Mo, yeah. More on the livelihood, education for the farmers, kasi gusta dawn niya na mga farm schools. So, yun yung kanyang pinupush. Si Grace Poe naman, ang gusto naman niya magkaroon ng parang... Kasi di ba yung mga jeepney drivers, meron pantawid pasada. Ang gusto ni Grace Poe, for the fishermen, kasi nagmahal nga yung oil, pangtawid bangka So, parang financial subsidy from the government. Meron din siya sinasabi about yung Coco Levy Fund. Gusto din niya matuloy kasi nga di ba, binito ni President Duterte nung Machilan. So, really more on, I think more on the agriculture side and jobs. Yun yung parehas na sinasabi nila.
0: Pero pinag-uusapan ba kung papano magahanap ng pera yung gobyerno para pondohan yung mga gano'ng no, klase?
2: No. No. Kasi ang, well, sa lahat ng nako-cover ko, no, it seems like the general assumption is may pera yung gobyerno. Tungkol sa kung saan kukunin yung pera, wala. Kasi
0: kamot uli yung DOF niya, no? yeah. Saan <laughs> <No. laughs> sila magahanap wala. ng pera? And aside promise,
1: from, promise. Mm, and aside from get, of knowing where to get this money, how sure are we that it would be properly implemented din, di ba? Mm-hmm. Kasi hindi naman yung senator
0: yung
2: mag-execute na ito. Yes, oo. Hindi naman, hindi naman legislative eh. Executive talaga.
0: Just to wrap up this podcast, mag-election na ngayong Monday. Ano bang mga sa tingin yung dapat tutukan na issues? And anong mga dapat i-consider ng mga botante? Ana?
1: I think kasi it would actually depend on the individual what kind of economic issue is more important to them deba? like let's say if kabataan ka you would be focusing more on like maybe education so let's say if you're from the agricultural sector then yeah bubantayan mo kung sinong senator yung may yung talagang nag-advocate for your own cause and you know sa mga nanay sa mga nagtatrabaho Babantay nila kung sinong senator ba yung nagsasabi na, oh, we should review yung water sector natin, yung energy sector natin to lower the costs. Pero this isn't enough eh. Kasi there are more ways to know yung platform ng candidates through social media. ba They're getting more and more active there. Pero there should be more ways of scrutinizing if they actually say what they mean. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we have to actually vote for these people to see if they would actually do what they say. Kasi mm. it's a waste of a Senate seat, ba? Sayang na naman yung another three years. Nadali mo. Yeah. <laughs> Nadali
2: mo, wala na ako maidadag.
0: <laughs> okay, ako naman, it's scary kasi halimbawa ngayon, well, nakausap ko kasi yung columnist natin si JC Punong Bayan, no, na napansin niya na, Maraming kandidato na nag-shy away sa mga debates na yun sana yung way natin to know kung ano yung mga paninindigan nila at yung knowledge nila on uh, economic issues. Maraming concerns yung kada sector pero it's gonna be hard for us to gauge if mm-hmm. the candidates don't speak out na parang they're gonna dance their way to the Congress. Di ba? parang mm-hmm. I think yun yung nakakabahala. Parang naghanap tayo ng uh, sagot pero hindi naman sila dumadalo sa mga forums or sa mga debates. I guess the ball is on the voters. This yeah. is the day kung saan tayo ang powerful and not the uh, candidates kasi tayo ang maghahalal sa kanila. Mm. And that has been the Business Section's very first podcast. I'm Ralph Rivas.
1: I'm Anna Magato. And I'm Ike Rhee.
0: And this is the 2019 Elections by the Numbers. Mm-hmm.